it's really important to recognize most people don't want to be happy, which is why they aren't. Really trying to have this year an optimism mindset. One image attached, I wasn't just blowing you off, and I open it up, and it's Maddie in a hospital gown. <laughs> Some things that have changed our lives for the better in 2023s. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hookah Girls podcast, the first official episode in the final month of 2023, December. Happy holidays. Maddie, how are you doing today? Happy holidays. You know, I'm I'm doing well. I feel like this is you actually might disagree with me, Miss Anti-Winter Girl, but I was going to say I feel like oh. December is just like a magical time of year and I'm honestly excited to be here. I feel like there's so much cheer to be spread and it's the kind of time where everyone is just like ramping up for the new year but still like being very present because the holidays mm-hmm. don't come around very often. So I'm I'm doing well. I'm excited for December. How are you? You know, I'm doing good, and I, I'm surprised. I, I'm impressed, you could say, by your optimism, given some of the circumstances that have transpired <laughs> in your life over the last time we recorded. Maddie, I feel like it would be amiss if we do not discuss the large, large elephant in the room slash your body. Yes. Do you want to you want to give an update I, on literally what the hell has happened? Yes, I can give a little <laughs> bit of an update. Um, I won't talk your ear off just because I feel like it's a lot of information. Um, we haven't recorded in two weeks and that's like kind of a long time for us. We typically record every week. We upload every Monday and we've been a little bit silent on social media. So sorry about that. Um, yeah, big health update for me. I have my appendix removed first and foremost. Emergency um, appendix Emergency removal. appendix removed. Yep. On Friday, a couple weeks ago, started feeling not great. I have a couple of other health problems going on. So I was like, oh, I'm probably overreacting. It got to a point where it was super bad. So I then went to urgent care and they immediately said, you need to go to the ER. Um, you have appendicitis. So went to the ER, did the whole thing, did a CAT scan and went into surgery at one in the morning for an emergency appendectomy. So it's been a wild ride. That was the week before Thanksgiving. And then a week later, the Monday before Thanksgiving, I got a couple of test, re- test results back from um you know, tests that I've done over the last couple of months. I know I've talked a little trying bit about it. Trying to figure out what the Yeah, on the show, just trying to figure out like what happened. Um, yeah, and found out I have severe mold toxicity. So I have a lot of molds mm. in my body and in my gut. And that is what triggered my appendicitis because it moved through my digestional tract and into my appendix. So it's just been... A lot so going fun. on. Yeah, and then I was like finally on the up and up was feeling good. There's like a really strict protocol and like treatment plan that I have to go through for everything, um, which I'm super grateful for, but it's definitely going to be a wild ride. And I was finally coming to peace with that. And then yesterday got the stomach bug. Um, so knocked me right back down, but that's okay. We're up, we're kicking, we're moving, we're grooving. Um, and I'm just, I think that's why I'm really excited for December is because it's giving me something to look forward to because the last couple of weeks have just been, you know, a lot. I feel like I've been trying to keep my head above water. So excited to be back with you guys, but big, big updates on my end. Huge updates. I'm so glad you're okay, one. And two, how I found out about this, because me and Maddie are long distance besties. So we had planned to talk 
um, on my car ride home, I was driving like two hours back to my parents' house and we always try to schedule phone calls. So we make intentional time for each other. So we're like, okay, when I'm driving home on my two hour drive, let's call and catch up. Perfect. So I actually called Maddie. She texted me. She said, hey, my stomach's really not feeling well. I was like, I'm in severe stomach pain. She, yeah, she goes, I'm in severe stomach pain. Uh, so I can't really talk right now. Like that's how bad my stomach pain is. And I literally just texted back. I was driving. I was like, hope you feel better. You know, four or five hours go by. I'm sitting at my house now. I've arrived home and I get a text that says one image attached. I wasn't just blowing you off. And I open it up and it's Maddie in a hospital gown (laughs) sitting about to go into surgery. And my jaw was like, oh my gosh, because you are your stomach problem girly. So when you say your stomach's hurting, I'm not like, oh, she's going to have to go into emergency surgery tonight. And I just thought the way you phrased that was so funny. (laughs) I was sitting there with Anoush, who's my boyfriend. And I was like, Anoush, I was like, you know how I told you Maddie's stomach was hurting? Because I had told him that we were going to talk. And he's like, yeah, I was like, she's at the hospital now like oh my gosh but now in in hindsight i can now laugh about it because you're okay yeah it's funny now the delivery was the delivery was hilarious you're like wasn't just blowing you off heart and i was like girl you really i'm glad you listened to your body i know well what's funny is i really figured out how much of a people pleaser i was through that entire thing because the first two people that i texted not my parents not like my brother I texted Emma to say, you know, not just blowing you off. And then we were supposed to go over to my boyfriend, Charlie. His aunt and uncle were moving away that weekend. And his cousin, their daughter, is like one of my really good friends and one of my coworkers. Like we do a lot together. And so we were supposed to go over to their house for like a going away party on Sunday. And this was all happening like Friday night, early Saturday morning. And I texted her and I was like, before surgery, before anything, you did I was not. like, you literally did not. Yeah. I was like, hey, um, so sorry to do this to you. I just wanted to let you know I'm actually not going to be able to come on Sunday. Um, I'll send Charlie like with a going away gift. Tell everyone that I say hi. Um, unfortunately, like I'm about to go have my appendix removed. <laughs> and naturally, she's like, oh, my God, like, are you OK? Like, what's happening? And Charlie's over there. Her name's Sadie. Charlie's like sitting in the hospital chair across from me. And he's like, who are you texting right now? Expecting me to be like my mom, my dad, whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm texting Sadie to let her know that I'm not going to be able to make it to their going away party on Sunday. And he was like, are you kidding me right now? And naturally, like, she was like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? Don't even worry about that. But I like, I guess in my mind, I wanted to let her know before I was like going through it with like, you know, the painkillers that you put you on, they put you on and like getting surgery. And I didn't know you like what state I would be in. I didn't yeah. want them to think I was like rude, which obviously they would never think that. But like through that entire experience, I realized, wow, I'm really a people pleaser. And that is something that I need to work on because that's yes. not normal. God forbid. I think your stomach's just hurting a little bit. I need to know what was surgical level pain. Yes. <laughs> out, out I'm not just blowing you friendship. off. Not just blowing me off. That is so funny. I mean, it's not funny, but that story of you people pleasing is and I'm again now that we're on the other side of it it's funny yeah so that's a little bit into the look of what we've been up to we actually briefly saw each other wait we saw each other twice Twice. briefly yep that's so funny she came down so her family lives where I live which is in Charleston so we did a little brunch in Charleston one day before we split up again to go to our respective families for the holidays so we did a little brunch that uh that little toast I got it was at the daily in Charleston and it's like a spot I hear people talk about and I think is that where Madeline Klein said she loves to go 
Maybe. I have not caught up with it, but it's been there for years. Like, I used to go there it's in high there, school. I feel like there was some interview and Madeline... I, this is just, like, dawning upon me. I feel like Madeline Klein was like, I love the Daily, so if that means anything to you. But that's where we ate. It was good. Little catch-up. Poor Maddie couldn't eat much of anything because nope. of her stomach. But it was good to see each other. And then both of our extended families like grandparents aunts uncles live on the outskirts of greenville south carolina which is upstate so like three hours from charleston and we were both on black friday walking around greenville with our families and run into each other and like, like literally oh unplanned run into each other unplanned run into each other i didn't even know you were going to be bopping around greenville because i, I know your either. family yeah. lives a little farther out than mine does and so it's just crazy i mean you put it into perspective we live two thousand miles apart normally so to run into each other is like physically unheard of and then like, we did it again then impossible we like said hi we took a few pictures we like went our separate ways and then I was walking to go get lunch with my family and I ran into Emma again going to get lunch and I'm like literally what are the odds that we like physically ran into each other without knowing where the other person was twice in one day it's crazy. And for anyone who does, and people probably don't know this, I almost moved to Greenville, this town we're talking about. And I, it really is, it's gorgeous. It's right on the river. It's a very, I feel like it's very clean, Maddie. I don't yeah, know if you I would agree, agree with like, that. Yep. It's a city that's done well. I feel like where I'm from, I'm from Columbia, South Carolina, which is the capital, but it was like, it started as one thing and they tried to fix it and make it better, but it just like wasn't It's not working. smart yeah. from the beginning. Greenville, I feel like is very well it's done thought out and planned. like it's clean and the streets all make sense but there's only so many loops you can go on like that's what you kind of get to with greenville it's like there's like one kind of main street and so we were walking those same main streets and ran into each other twice within like an hour which is so funny yep but it was good it was good to see each other and it's a good trip home we hope that you guys all had a good thanksgiving and that you ate a lot of good food and spent some time with family um, or at least had a couple of days off work to just rest and regroup. I know, thank and goodness. I know, and are getting ready for the holiday season. But as we move into the holiday season, into like 2024, oh my God, that's insane to say. Gross, um, gross. We thought we would chat with you guys a little bit about some things that have changed our lives for the better in 2023. So we just have an ongoing list of some physical things, some, you know, quotes or mindsets that we've shifted in the last year that we want to chat with you guys about. But before we dive into that, as always, we're going to kick it off with the no show all tell item. So Emma, what is your no show all tell? My item today actually was something that I ordered. It's not that big, so I don't know why it was such a hassle, but ordered a few months ago and it was like lost in transit indefinitely by Amazon which you know it happens and then I never reordered it and then I was on I had never bought anything from TikTok shop but I saw a little deal on you know the Black Friday times and stuff so I oh, got yes. I got mason jars with little bamboo tops and this is my item for today because I literally don't own mason jars to drink out of and like whenever I go to other people's places and they like give me water in a mason jar I'm just like wow like this is this is how life is supposed to be lived. It's it's just an experience. So I have this little glass mason jar. There's like a four pack off of Amazon. You know, I love the the ASMR. So it comes with a little glass, glass straw and then a bamboo lid is what they said. So it's like a wooden top and you can screw it on. And then I had a little sticker pack from some random package that I got. So I put stickers all around it too. So we are um, elevating our drinking experience, which I know as a drink girl, Maddie, you definitely appreciate a good, a good glass. Yes. 
a good mug. I was going to say I love. I actually do not have one of those, and it's been on my list because I think they are so good. And you know what? I would personally pour into that mason jar with the bamboo lid. Is it going to be your item? It is going to be my item. It would be a cranberry fizz poppy. Mm. And imagine this these is the, together. Imagine them together. Yes, they would be beautiful. It's really cute. It's like a little pink color. Um, if you guys don't know Poppy, it's like a pre and probiotic drink that's supposed to be like a soda that's better for you. And I love them. I'm obsessed with them. And they came out with a limited edition holiday flavor that's called Cranberry Fizz. And it's really cute. It says like be merry on the bottle or not bottle can and has like little Christmas trees and snowflakes and stockings and mittens. It's just adorable. Very and festive. I have not been able to find these literally anywhere they've been sold out on the poppy website they were sold out on amazon they said that they had them in like kroger stores and target and whole foods and like all these i have not been able to find them so i went home to charleston and i got the holiday variety pack because they had them in one of our like local stores in charleston Mm -hmm. and it had to be i think it was a pack of eight and there were only two cranberry fizzes in the pack of eight and i didn't like one of the flavors but i told my mom i was like we have to get it i've been trying to track down this flavor for months like we have to get it so we got it it was great loved it i got back to denver we're strolling into Whole Foods with my friend Soph and she like pulled me aside and she was like oh my gosh look because she's also been looking for them and they sell them just in four packs with only this flavor in Whole Foods now so I got two wonderful of them and so I had eight cranberry fizz poppies total unfortunately for me um, my boyfriend does also like them so we're going Mm. through them pretty fast I told him I was like these are limited edition you can't just drink them every day like they're they're a special beverage yeah like they're a, maybe we can split one, you know, if we're really feeling funky and we want to have some. Maybe you can take them. a half sip of mine and then back off. Maybe. Exactly. And then, yeah. So anyways, that's my initial hotel. I love it. It's really good. If you can get your hands on it, I dare I say it's my favorite poppy flavor. So. Wow. And that's bold. You got me trying poppies uh, probably like this time last year or something. I remember you, you surfacing them. I'm a drink girly through and through. You are. You are. Well, that's great. And I love that ours, like, we we never tell each other our items because we want it to be a little element of surprise. Not that these are, like, the most riveting pieces, yeah. of, <laughs> um, pieces of content on earth. But I love that Poppy would look so cute in my little stickered mason jar. Yeah, well, I love it. So you I'm going to go purchase. Buy Poppy just for the occasion. Yeah. Okay, do we want to jump into things, dun dun dun, that have changed our life this year? I would love to. Do you want me to kick it off? You go for it. You go. Okay. So what's funny is I was making this list earlier and I actually have had like a list of running notes list on my phone of just like things over the past year that I thought have really changed my life. And one of these things was the Let Them Theory by Mel Robbins. I was listening to her podcast the other day and I'll dive into it. And I've had this list on my phone for like probably like five, six days or so. And Today, a new episode of Gals on the Go, another podcast came out, and it literally is talking about this theory. And I was like, oh, Oh, my gosh, this is crazy. So I think that it's kind of gaining a little bit of traction. But I discovered it, I want to say, like a month or so ago. It really has been pretty recent. But it's very, very, very basic in the sense of just let them think what they want to think and disassociate yourself from it. So something that I really struggle with is – 
I get worried about people's opinions of me sometimes if I'm choosing to, you know, wear a certain thing or if I'm choosing to not drink that night and I'm going out to dinner or if I'm choosing to say no to something. I feel like I have to have an excuse or a reason behind it. Or if you're going into emergency surgery. Yes, exactly. I'm like, hey, so sorry, I can't make your party. (laughs) I'm going to have my appendix removed. Like that is me through and through. I'm a people pleaser. And the let them theory is essentially like, just let them do it. Let them think it. Let them do it. And I am through and through like, you know, the TikTok trend, like the eldest daughter syndrome where it's like, she's like very protective. Like she wants to tell everyone what to do. Like even with my younger brother, he's a full blown adult. Like he's in college. He's doing his thing. And I will be like, Davis, you cannot do that. Like, really? We're going to do that? Like, are you kidding me? And I have to remove myself and think at the end of the day, like, we are completely different people. And if he wants to choose to go and do that, it's fine. That doesn't concern me. That's not my life. Let him do it. If I'm going and I'm going out to eat with someone and I'm not going to have a drink that night for whatever reason, instead of feeling like I have to justify myself, if they form an opinion of me, they're going to form one one way or another. Like, as human beings, we form opinions about each other. Just let them do it and like let myself just remove all of that pent up energy and stress around it. Just let them have it. And I not that this is anything like new or exciting or groundbreaking, but it really is just one of those things where I was like, wow, okay, that's a way of just, you know, letting them do it. And in I guess in conjunction with this, realizing that you don't need anyone to co-sign on your decision to take care of yourself alternatively so for me like I was saying like if I'm choosing not to drink and that's like fully my decision the reason I'm using this example is because I have a lot of health stuff going on and so that's been something that I've had going on recently when I go out to dinner but if I'm choosing not to drink like I don't need someone else's permission to do that I don't need someone else to not drink with me I don't need someone else to say like yeah you're doing the right thing for your health by not doing that Or if I'm saying no to something, I don't need someone to validate me and be like, yeah, no, like take a night, take some time for yourself. Like you really don't. I will. Yeah. Like you do not need anyone to co-sign on your own decisions. And that's something that I've really come to terms with in 2023 is that again, let them think what they're going to think. Let them have their opinion. You're never going to please someone 100% of the time. And you don't need someone to agree with you to know that you're doing the right thing for yourself. Yeah, I love that. And that's so true. It feels so... And again, you, I know what you said, that it's not groundbreaking. This isn't some like rocket science explanation of why we feel the way we feel. But the mindset of that really is something that we forget so often. And you feel so much lighter when you just take a position of... you. We're so angsty all the time without even intentionally being that way. Like yep. nine times out of ten, like we if we were to do a, a self-check on how we're feeling, it's anxious or it's pent up or it's frustrated and it's all this like heavy weighted emotion. And just to take a second and be light and relieve yourself of that and be like, just I'm gonna I'm gonna let me be me, I'm gonna let them be them, and you are just existing. And that is just I think at the end of the day like that it's it's so freeing if you can find that place I'm gonna say something off of my list that really falls up to that is just I've been really trying to have this year an optimism mindset versus a pessimism mindset and how I've been doing this specifically is I was also listening to a podcast so funny we learned so much from podcasts Hope podcast you from girls us. yes <laughs> um, obviously we love pods we're on one right now but 
I found myself saying the word should a lot like, oh, I should be doing this or they shouldn't be doing this or I should have, you know, you that word sneaks in there so many times. And I, and I realized like it, it wasn't, I didn't see it as complaining because it was phrased differently. Like complaining is like, oh, I hate that or I don't want to do that or that upsets me. And I was like, oh, that's complaining. But the should category, I was, you know, compartmentalizing of, oh, you know, it, it's different. But I realized like that it was just my own version of being pessimistic, which is just being a, not even a Debbie Downer, but just having a negative outlook on things instead of a positive one. So, and I'm still actively working on this to this day, every single day, but trying to relieve myself from the should mindset, the pessimism mindset has really been a game changer for me because what you realize post-grad more than ever before, at least in my personal experience, is that everyone is on such a different path and you will always find someone that is doing something that you should quote be doing or you think you should be doing see that word it's all in there and I would just I find myself getting pissed at the world or at people like not directly at them but like being mad that I don't have what they have or not doing what they're doing like if my friend's off of work at three and I'm not I'm working until six I'm like well I should get off at three you know like that word just sneaks in there so often so really trying to take should out of my vocabulary and make it a little bit more proactive and productive is a been a big mind shift for me really in the last half of 2023 if not in the past like two months like you were saying money pretty recently trying to just you know lighten lighten that weight off my own chest through how I'm talking about things and how I'm picturing things because it gets so it gets so toxic so fast and pessimism might not always just be like cussing and bitching like sometimes it really is just those little things every day that are making you feel bad and none of us none of us need that energy absolutely and I I love that and it actually falls very in line with something that I had further down on my list that I'm gonna just you know they're like puzzle pieces that go hand in hand I love that you're removing should from your vocabulary because it's so true. There's always something else that you could be chasing or something else that you could be doing. And I was reading this book and I'm actually still listening to it. It's called 101 Essays That Changed the Way You Think by Brianna Weist or West. And this was on one of my things that has changed my life in 2023 because it's just given me a different perspective and has essentially just shifted my mindset or explained things in a way that I haven't heard before or maybe I have heard before and I just need to be reminded of but something that this book was talking about is how it's really important to recognize most people don't want to be happy which is why they aren't which at face like value at surface level like that sounds like a really weird statement. Most people don't want to be happy, which is why they aren't. Obviously, we all want to be happy. That's why we do this podcast is we want to pursue everyday happiness. We're all striving to achieve joy or happiness. But what we often don't understand is that people are programmed to chase their desire regardless of the cost. So when you're saying, you know, like I should be doing this or I shouldn't be doing this or I wish I could do this, like it's kind of sitting that pessimistic mindset and that's something that's very human and very natural because because we are chasing this desire regardless of the cost it's giving us this perception that happiness is giving like accepting happiness and saying okay i'm happy in this moment is 
giving up on achieving more. Because if you're saying in this moment, like, okay, I'm happy, like I'm content, I'm good. Even just saying that out loud kind of seems like, okay, what else do I need? Like if I'm genuinely happy in this moment, it's essentially that perception of like, okay, I don't need anything else. And that's not how we're wired as human beings is we're programmed to chase this desire or chase the next thing. And that's what makes us so successful. That's why we switch career paths. That's why we end up with people who we didn't date when we were nine years old. That's why like we move states or countries or why we become friends with different people because we're constantly growing and we're constantly evolving. And that's a very normal thing. But most people don't want to be happy because if you're truly happy and if you say like, hey, I'm happy with where I'm at, it's essentially saying like, I'm good. I don't need to achieve anything else. I don't need to get the next thing or be in the next spot and time that back into your point, Emma, with saying like, I should be doing this. If you're being pessimistic and you're like, oh, I should be doing this. It's essentially saying like, what I have is great, but that would be better. And it's really interesting because when I heard that, I would have never thought that happiness and saying like most people don't want to be happy would be in the same sentence. Like that just didn't make sense to me. But when I heard it described in that way, I was like, wow. You sound crazy, girl. You sound so crazy. No, I get it. I get it. And I I love books like that that make you think. Are you, you're listening to it on an audiobook? Yeah, I'm listening. It almost as like a podcast. Oh, I love that because I'm sure it's informational like a lot of podcasts are, like the yep. Amazing Hugo Girls podcast, etc. I <laughs> want to be an audiobook girly 2024. I will probably do some sort of resolution episode. Yeah, I feel like we, we probably will. We, we always do. That. Yep. We always do, but I feel like audiobooks, I'm like podcasts. You got me into podcasts. I mean, this is years ago at this point, but you were like, I'm listening to this podcast. I was like, I've never tr- even tried to listen to a podcast. Now yeah. I'm all into them, but I feel like audiobooks are... Like, I feel like that's my new way. That's my 2024 pending pending form of media. That's so good. look out. Okay, I'm going to share uh, my next thing. I know we're kind of going to – we have some more, like, tangible things that we're kind of going through the more, like, emotional ones first, which is all great and dandy. Um, but I – something that's changed my life in 2023 are new friendships and also following up with that, understanding changes in friendships – Something that, or uh, someone that I think explains this really well, it's this girl on TikTok. Her name is Hayes, like H-A-Y-E-S. And she does these little segments called Hello Hayes. And she basically, she talks about a bunch of different things. It's more or less like a TikTok advice column. And I, you know, people just have like a good voice. Like yes. I just like her voice. Like I, I, she's so crisp with it. And I'm like, damn, you could be talking about the floor and I would listen. Anyway, she has this theory that's called like the six besties theory and it's basically I don't have to go through all of them but it's basically that people sometimes are like you have to have one best friend like you have your one ride or die but the whole concept of it is basically you have different best friends that fill different points in your life and just as importantly friends are going to swap out of those six different places so there's like a north star bestie is one of her things that she calls like one of the best friends and that's like your best friend at this current time like your go-to person like who you would call today if you wanted to tell them like something you just found out right and then you have like your og bestie which probably used to be a north star bestie but now they've moved on to kind of like a you know now you guys have longevity in your friendships and maybe you've moved away from them or maybe they went to your high school and you're graduated now or whatever so like your north star bestie might be a og now and then you have a new north star bestie point being and i know maddie we've been through a million like 
I don't feel every best friend void in your life. We live 2,000 miles apart. So it would be silly to be like Madison or I call her Madison, but Maddie's <laughs> my only best friend, you know, because and I'm not your only best friend either. And it doesn't devalue our friendship. friendship yeah. Or, or it doesn't mean that we can't be best friends. But like my roommate that I live with right now is like a form of my best friend. And I didn't even know her a year ago, but that doesn't mean that she's not a true best friend. I was like, she can be my best friend in like this pocket of the six the six yep. besties that this girl talks about. So I had just been really lucky in 2023. Something that has really changed my life is finding a good group of friends. And it's crazy that the people I talk to every day didn't know me a year ago and they don't know my history. And I still learn all these random things. Like I learned that Victoria, my roommate who I was just talking about, was like a bus driver in college. And I'm like, that's just like, that's so yeah, crazy. Like, like, like I live with you and I didn't know you were a freaking bus driver. You just learn all these like random facts about people and they don't know the depth of my my life and and I I guess the point is that like that's okay but I when I first moved to Charleston which I just passed like November of last year was when I moved so it's a little over a year now and I just I had like myself and I had like one or two friends that I had met or maybe I knew before but I've really since the summer gotten my like girl group and it's it's really changed my life and I've, I've found a new place like I've I had a new void in my in my six besties you know I, I was missing my North Star besties I was missing those people I talked to every day and I've been able to find that again this year through these new these new characters in my, in my book and in uh, my Charleston chapter and everything and it's just been so great um, but I think the lesson in that for everyone is just understanding that your friendships are going to ebb and flow and not trying to force OG besties into a North Star spot if it's not working that way. Just letting your friends take place where it's working for everyone. Let them. Yeah, and let them, as Maddie was just saying. So... That, that's really changed my life, but I love my love my girlies, if any of you guys are listening. They're new friends, but they're such valuable friends, and my old friends are, like, that depth is, you know, un, what was I saying? I was going to say, like, unwavering, but that's really dramatic, but I was like, <laughs> like unreplaceable, irreplaceable. Yeah. You know, the depth of those friendships, too, and maybe now my North Star besties, like, might become OG besties one day. Like, you just never know, but all your friends are important and there's just so many so many levels to it but that's what makes it that's what makes you whole and what makes life life go around yep exactly I love it and actually I want to touch on when you were saying how you just found out that Victoria was the bus driver um (laughs) this is going to be like a very interesting segue but it's crazy that you've been we do love a segue it's interesting that you have been friends with her and you feel so close to her and you didn't know that about her when at some point in her life it feels like you know if that's what she's doing that might be how she defines herself in one way or another and that's something that I really learned in 2023 is that nothing has to be an essential part of you unless you decide it is and I learned this kind of the hard way with teaching yoga and stopping it and trying to figure out okay who am I like I thought I was someone who was hyper independent who was super outgoing and who taught yoga all the time and then I went from being hyper independent and like being in my single girl era and you know doing all that not necessarily in 23 but in the past 
to then being in a relationship and living with my boyfriend. And it was really kind of a drastic change because I was so independent to now like I still have my own independence and I still do things for myself. But now I like cohabitate with someone, which is crazy. And, and I and felt you like. And you want to. It's and I want to. It out of no, force. I'm not yeah. doing it out of force. Like I really want to. But I realized through that that a part of myself like really defined like myself as, oh, I'm a hyper independent person or same thing with yoga. I'd been teaching yoga for a couple of years and I made that be an essential part of me. And so when I stopped teaching, I kind of had to realize like, oh, wow, this wasn't an essential part of me or maybe it was for a certain point in time. But point being is that nothing has to be that big of a part of you unless you decide it is. And you can apply this to anything like a job, a personal style. Like if you used to be someone who only wore neutrals and now you're wearing colors and you feel like really funky and really odd in your own clothes. Like it can even be the kind of friend you are. If you were someone who was very disassociated or someone who was a little bit more like attached, you know, that doesn't have to be who you are or even down to just like being anxious. Like I hear people all the time say, oh, well, I'm just an anxious person. Like that's just who I am. I'm just an anxious person or oh, I can't focus. I'm ADHD. And I'm I'm guilty of it too because I also somewhat identify with those things. But point being is that nothing has to define you unless you decide that it does. And it essentially is just giving you the power back to say like, this is who I want to be. This is the kind of person that I am. And knowing that even if you didn't have that job or you didn't have that style or you didn't have that relationship, that you're still you at the end of the day. And I think that that was something that in more ways than one I learned this year. That's so true. And it's also interesting that different people at different stages of your life, I know we were just talking about the six besties, like some of my North Star besties just found out that I was like a public health major in the honors college. And it's crazy because for four years, my North Star besties, which are my college friends, which now have probably moved on to different categories of best friends, even though they're still the nearest and dearest friends, like that was the only thing they really defined me as. Like I lived with girls in the honors college. I was, you know, your major is everything in college. Like that's all of your coursework and everything and I was standing in the kitchen like two weeks ago with all of my best friends now that I see every single day and they're like oh we didn't know you were public health we thought you were marketing oh we didn't know you're in the honors college and I'm like that's just so crazy because that defined me in that era of my life but it's okay for it to move on and now now new things define me but you know you've been built to the person that you are through all of those friendships throughout the years and all of those things that defined you are still important just in a in a cute little back burner kind of way now Uh, but I can go on with another thing that really changed my life I have made this might be a hot take the dramatic change from a planner girl to a to-do list girl oh this might be a hot take have realized that a planner like a you know and I define a planner as like an annual planner like it has the month spread and then it has like the week spread has the dates on it and everything is less effective for me I think just because it's like thicker and I'm more concerned about it looking good and everything and it's like I'm trying to plan in advance then like a to-do list on a daily basis has really changed my life it has changed my efficiency at work it has just really I, I love crossing things off And I think the best way I've been able to do that is I have a notepad that literally is just lines, straight lines down the page. And every day I'll write that I'll write my company name and then the date. So today I was like, blah, 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 1129, which is when we're recording and wrote out all my tasks for the day. And so 
throughout the day I'm just marking it off and I don't finish something I'll write it again the next day and then I'm marking everything off too but it's just made me honestly so much more effective I just I love the idea of a planner I would buy some people are like mug people you're a mug person like you want to buy mugs I love a mug I want to buy like and you probably relate to this too but I want to buy like stationery like I want to buy 12 planners I want to buy all the colored things to go with it like I just I'm obsessed with the idea of it and the feel of it but I stop using a planner after a month every single time. Oh, I have that's like four so in interesting. Yep. And a to-do list. Like I, I, I've been on top of it. And in terms of my personal efficiency, it is way easier to, it's kind of a more in the moment thing where planners, I feel like are, you're planning, right? Yep. And at least maybe it's just my job or whatever, but I just love writing things out. And then if I want to do something, you know, if I want to mark things down like a month scale I just use my google calendar because that's easy to edit and add in the links to the location and all that stuff too so I've become a to-do list girl with a google calendar as my overarching planner but yeah that's definitely been a change because I I was never a to-do list girly I like it though I I understand where you're coming from because my planner actually is like more of a to-do list because it has a daily spread where I can write out my schedule but I don't write it out ahead of time and it's undated so I'll like go to you know Wednesday or whatever it's the undate yep yep that's what I like too so I I relate um on the same I guess like page is that I don't know why I never thought in my life that I could unsubscribe from an email and that has been life-changing in the year of 2023 like whenever I've done this too it's crazy you know I've done this too yeah, it's just like it's magical. My inbox feels like a safe space now. And it it took a little bit to get there because every time an email would come in, I used to just delete it. I would be like, oh, this is so annoying. Like it's a spam email. But then I was like, wow, I can actually prohibit more emails for coming in in the future from the same company. So it sounds silly, but something as little as when an email would come in, going through and hitting unsubscribe. And I still get a couple of yes. floaters now and then who were like, you know, the occasional J crew that I subscribed to when I was 14 years old and they haven't sent me an email in a while, especially around Black Friday. But this holiday season, especially I have found it to be so much more peaceful to look at my email. And then you don't miss important emails because your inbox isn't cluttered and it just it feels feels good and I don't know why I didn't think of doing it sooner it feels great I am on the same train when I saw this on your list I was like yes because that's what I'm doing when it pops up I'm unsubscribing and some companies are so over the top they they really are like I I love every jewels I would literally love to work with them I am wearing like two of their jewelry pieces right now but it is literally at midnight every single night they're on timers so at midnight every single night every jewels at 8 a.m every single day at 12 p.m they are like they're just they're on, on it, it. They're blasting yep. blasting and i'm like okay if you just sent me like one every week i wouldn't feel the need but i'm like damn every jewels like you really want me to get your 40 percent off jewelry and the thing is it's like I, it's it's probably worked before which is why i'm their target market but no i it really i'm in the era of freeing up my inbox as well and it's absolutely beautiful okay i'm gonna do one more okay perfect is that good yes is that good that's with you? great Okay, I'm trying to decide. I have a couple more left. Or maybe, should I do a quick read Do of the a rest? quick read of the rest, yeah, because I have okay. a couple too. Okay, great. Number one, blue light glasses. Love. It's not a placebo. It works. Blue light glasses. It helps with the headaches. They work. Genuinely helps me with my screen time, which is astronomical. Noah Kahn. Love he's him. He's amazing. Was he on he, your Spotify wrapped? He was. Oh, you're, yes, he you're was, Apple Music girly. I, uh, I always know. forget when we're recording this so is, is the day that uh, Spotify wrapped came out. So that's why I was asking. Yes. Oh, wait, we should read ours. Yes. I don't know. 
Did you screenshot yours? Um, or no? I don't know if I did, actually. Noah Khan was my, well, he was my number two artist of the year, only after Queen Taylor. Okay, so yes. checks out. Queen so Taylor was had, my uh, top artist of the year as well, so. Yeah, so she had 5,717 minutes, and Noah Khan had 3,922 minutes oh. in spot two. But I loved him, and I really discovered him this year. I'm one of those, you know, people love to gatekeep artists, and like, you didn't know him before this year. And I'm like, you're right. And now I do. So now I love him. Now I'm on the bandwagon. And now I've gone back to his like old EPs and stuff. So now I know his old stuff. So no one will ever know besides you guys. Exactly. He was, he was on my top as well. But he was number five, which is sad. I had. Who's the rest of your list? I had Taylor Swift, number one. Um, number two, Morgan Wallen, which was actually kind of surprising. I didn't realize I listened to him as much as I did. Um, number three, Michael Franti. Love him. I've talked about him a lot. Four, Zach Bryan, and five, Noah Khan. So I feel like if I would have moved it, I would have put Zach Bryan and Noah Khan up further and put Morgan Wallen further down. But I think a lot of that is because I listened to them a lot more in like the fall. I wasn't really listening to them in like spring, summer because they're more fall mm-hmm. vibes. So I didn't have they as much listening time. Noah is the only male on my list. I'm a huge female pop oh, girl. Oh, I see. Like, it really, so I have Taylor Swift, Noah Khan. Maisie Peters, which I've told... Oh, yes. You've talked about her. I've told Maddie to listen to. And it's it's not a hot take. A lot of people like her. I just... She hasn't broken into, I think, to, like, she has her very... Not not even niche, because she's doing really well. But she, like, it was an opener for Ed Sheeran, for example. Like, she's still in her, like, opener, like, trying to get mainstream. And she's from the UK, too. So she's, like, bridging into America. And when I... It, it's funny, because you can't hear British accents when people sing. So when you hear her talking like an interview, she's like, yes, I was just writing the other day. And I'm like, oh, my God, I forget. You're literally British. <laughs> anyway, Macy Peters, Sabrina Carpenter at four, and then potential rival to Sabrina, Olivia Rodrigo at five. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Yeah, you were on I the love female Sabrina. pop grind. Oh, my gosh. I love Sabrina. Okay. What are the rest on your list? Rattle them off. Oh, um, biking was the other one. I love biking. That's really changed my life. Got a bike this year. Holiday cheer was on my list because I. You were an anti-holiday. Yep. Not really. I haven't felt not even a Scrooge. I haven't felt the Christmas spirit the past couple of years, and I I'm feeling it this year. Like I am not hating my life like I usually am. Good. Okay, that's improvement. I've been like really just trying to lean into it again, not being a pessimist. Yes. Leaning into the holidays are happy and fun, and like decorate the tree is cute, and like. A little fire is cute and like stop being a bitch about it, Emma. And then renting clothes. I started a cloth rental Huge for the program. Using Newly. That's been huge. Um, I my order for my California Oh, I'm going to California also. Maybe next week's episode. Um, going to California for a work trip, but I just got to like rent all my clothes for that and it comes in tomorrow before I leave on Sunday. So I'm really excited about that but it's just been great especially for content creation it sounds so silly but I wear something one time I post in it and I don't want to wear it again and post in it which is so stupid but it's way more sustainable one for the environment and two like I'm getting to try really high quality pieces that I normally wouldn't have the budget for because I'm just renting and sending them back and I'm getting to post in them and enjoy them for a month and then I probably wouldn't touch them again anyway yep so I love renting um and then my last one is just overcoming post-grad anxiety. I had a really hard 2022 after I graduated, and this year's just been better overall. I've been able to go back to my college town without having 
crippling anxiety and that is a win for the year so that's a huge one yeah it's a huge win I was telling one of my friends who's just graduated this past May telling her last night I was like she's in that weird transition period too and I said I was there I said give it a year which I know is a long time but like it does get better like I was right where you are absolutely it always gets better and I would love to hear the wrap up of your list. Too. Oh yes, I was gonna say we're getting a little bit less deep, um, but then you went into we the post grad anxiety, <laughs> and I was like, oh shoot, how am I gonna follow that? And I will tell you, um, with Luminex whitening strips, I love these guys. They are whitening strips for your teeth, and they're non toxic, and they don't make your teeth hurt. Like I don't know if this is a universal thing, but one, I'm working on my gut health, so important to make sure they're non toxic. But two, sometimes I use like teeth whitening strips, and they make my teeth like really sensitive or kind of hurt. These do not do that, and they work just as well so that's been huge for the program um this is a very niche thing but thin felt hangers um the, you know the ones that like are a little bit more oh i resonate with this yes but like you're not crazy they give you so much more space in your closet i like have not done the entire deep dive and like switched every single hanger in my closet just because it gets expensive but a goal for 2024 is i want my entire closet to be on these thin felt hangers because it gives you so much more space, I swear. So they're great. Um, and then two more. One is book club slash um, reading one book per month. Like I said, big audiobook girly. So I love that. But also just like reading as an escape. I This is the first time in my life I feel like that I can genuinely say I have like read a book a month, which is kind of crazy. And I can talk about that it. Is, I, I sure have. It's yeah. So well, and it's you. just, it's crazy. And it's like stuff that I, this is insane. I read a book in a day the other day. My mom gave me like a holiday novel. I think it was called like Mary and Bright. It basically was like a Hallmark movie in a novel. And I read it on the plane. I read it. My first leg of the flight was like an hour. And the second leg of the flight was like four hours. And I finished the entire book. And I was like, oh my gosh, who are you? I would not have done that a year ago. So that's just overall improved my mental health I feel like because it's been less screen time and it's been something that's like stimulating it gives you something to talk about and then book club is like just something social and then my last thing that's also been really great for mental health and just like especially with a lot of my health stuff going on not being able to work out and do my normal thing going on one walk a day regardless of the weather. I've talked about this on the podcast before. We've talked about the headlamp. She comes out in the winter. Um, But I do love going on a walk a day because I just think it's so important to get some fresh air, get outside. If you can do it in the sun, obviously it's a lot better. Um, But just getting outside the house because I feel like this is hermit season and it's so easy to cozy up and not do anything. And that's something that I did so much during the pandemic in like 2020, 2021. And I feel like once I started working post-grad in 2022, I fell out of it because obviously like you're in an office or you're sitting inside from like eight to five. So it's harder to go on a walk. 2022 was a rough year. 2022 was a very rough year. There was very little hygge found in 2022, but we're back. And that, (laughs) yeah, we, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We hope that it, you know, motivated you or even just like encouraged you to think about things that you have gone through in the last year and things that you've I guess come out on the other side of and what were the tools in your your toolkit that allowed you to get there because it wasn't an easy year by any means Um, be proud of yourself yeah but give yourself a round of applause because you did it and there were some really positive things I feel like that happened this year despite the potential negatives 
I agree. And I feel like, I know COVID, I don't want to say it's long gone, but like in terms of how it affects our daily life is pretty much It's minimal. Past, this is the first year it was like very minimal. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Like this was probably the first full year since pre-COVID, which was forever ago. What, you know, 2019. It's been four years since we've had a, a full normal year. So give yourself grace for where you've been, where you're at, where you're going. And thanks for joining us today. Happy holidays. I know I mentioned my work trip. I do believe uh, we're getting close to the end of season six, which is crazy. But I do believe we're going to have two back-to-back solo episodes with Maddie's being this upcoming Monday as I'm on my work trip in California. And then I'll do a recap of that um, plus another topic on a solo the following week. So you'll get to hear a little bit more of an intimate session with us too. And then we'll follow that up with the season finale of season six right before Christmas. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. So yeah, stay tuned. Be sure to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Speaking of Spotify wrapped, we didn't actually touch on this a ton in today's episode, but thank you all of you who have listened. Um, We saw our top listeners. We saw um, how much we grew in 2023. This was a huge year for the pod. We yeah, grew we by realized. no, it crazy. it's insane. We grew by 81. percent So 81 percent of our listeners currently came out of 2023. So thank you guys. If you've been around from the beginning, it's been a wild ride. If you are new, thanks for joining. Um, we're so excited to have you here, and we're excited to wrap up season six and just dive into the new year. So. Yeah, we'll be back, or I guess I should say I'll be back next Monday, and Emma will be back the following Monday with new episodes for you guys, and we'll, I guess, hang out with you guys then. So until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay Huga. Stay Huga. Bye, Bye. y'all.